This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. Yeah, here I am. Hello. Welcome to the chat. Thank you. <laughs> what is wellness to you? Uh, I think for me, wellness has to do with creativity. Because mm-hmm. when I create and I, when I feel my creativity, I feel much better and much. And this is my wellness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when I connect with my inner self, so this is like a wellness for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Lovely. And tell me, tell us a little bit, Mikhail, about art therapy. How exactly does it work? And how does it provide a window into our subconscious? Okay, I'll say as much as I can about art therapy because I can lecture for hours. So I'll try to to narrow it for a few sentences. So first of all, art therapy involves the use of creative techniques. It can be sculpturing, it can be a drawing, a painting, collage, any kind of technique, any kind of material that I am as a professional, as an art therapist, think that the clients need or the client might relate to. Because each person needs different material. And actually, in the process of art therapy, we have two uh, uh, perceptions. One said that just doing art is a healing process. Uh, You you connect to yourself. You express yourself. Mm -hmm. You can see image. So this is one thing which is a healing process. The other... It's the creative healing that comes with art. Yes. Yes. It comes with just doing any kind of art. Okay. the, the, art, the psychoanalytic art therapy or the dynamic art therapy, which this is what I'm doing in my clinic, uh-huh. is, is more of, of a, a creating a bridge between a, the inner world or you can call it subconscious uh-huh. or whatever to, uh-huh. a, to, outside, to outside world, allowing the client to express themselves and tell their stories. Uh, because uh, when we are using art, it's a non-verbal uh, uh, thing, mm-hmm. so uh, it's easier for us to connect to our intuition, to our subconscious, and we never know what will come out. Sometimes people have so many defenses, mm-hmm. so they can't speak about stuff like trauma okay. or like uh, abuse or whatever, or things that happened in the past they don't want to remember, and mm-hmm. things come out and. I think it's a huge release when you see an image and you said, oh my God, this was inside me for so many years. Now I can talk about it. I can look at it. We can explore it. It's it's give it a meaning. Okay. So now once say you use art therapy to identify certain issues in people's lives, right? Mm -hmm. After that, what happens next? What is the process? Yeah, what is the process? How do you help people? Okay, so art therapy is like any other therapeutic process. Mm-hmm. There is a, the connection and the communication between the per- therapist and the client. Okay. When we use the art as a language, the art is like a, a, a space that we use as a language when the client can bring himself. Sometimes I, if I 
see some kind of issue, if I see some difficulties, I can ask, maybe you can, maybe we can do a family drawing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the client doesn't even realize that this might be something behind that he put himself on the paper. And then we can look at it and we can talk about it. The most important part about art therapy, besides the creative and using art, is actually to give the symbols some meaning, to understand the way the, the, the client put it on the paper and to look at it together to give its word. Because words leave meaning. It's okay. one thing to do art, but the second yeah. part is, and th- this is my professional. I, okay. I know how to ask the question, I know how to lead the client, how to lead the patient to the right places. So it's a combination of art and myself as a container, as a therapist, as a everything. Whatever the client needs, I'll be there for him. Okay. You have a, you have a way of seeing things. I guess it's, it's your, you know, your education plus your experience of 20 yes. years, where yes. even if, the, if you're unaware that there is an issue, you pick it up which yes, I thought yes. was fascinating. And I can say that from my very small, you know, I haven't known you that long, unlike some of the therapists who I've known for decades. But I could tell, you know, you, you can pick up things that we, we're not, ourselves not aware of, which was fantastic, I thought. But it's the combination of me looking at the picture uh-huh. and you are there to try and see what's going on. I can say, what's going on? Why you did this one in black when your whole picture is in yellow, for example? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, my God, I didn't notice. But mm-hmm. this is a, an issue that I'm dealing for years. And, and it's black because it, it has a meaning for me. So then yeah. we are able to start and speak about it. Okay. So I'm looking at the picture and I just pick up whatever is unique for me. And, and, and you did it or you or the client, whatever. Okay. And tell me, so f- from your experience of having worked with people in different parts of the world, when and whom does this work best for? I tell you what, I think that uh, for adults, sometimes mm-hmm. it's difficult. I think okay. it's connect to very early stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard many times people say, uh, oh, I used to do art when I was a kid. I, I don't want to do it anymore because it, it it's, uh, uh, might be some connection to early memories that you don't want to deal with. This I is see. one option. Adults also are very criticized. I don't know how to do art. I don't know how to paint. And, and I'm telling you here now with all my heart, you don't need to, to know anything. anything yes. The less you know, the better you are. Because if you have no knowledge, you can feel much more freedom. So you don't need to do art before you come to art ter- therapy session. And mm-hmm. I think you even benefit more if, if you, don't have any, you don't have any knowledge. With children, it's different. Because mm-hmm. art is its second language for children. Okay. The way children play, we never ask why children play. They play because they practice, because they want to have fun, because they want to understand things. The same with art. It's, it's totally a language for children that they can express their inner world mm-hmm. and they don't even understand what they are doing. So when I'm working with children, usually they, they, they use art very freely. They love to try different material unless there's an issue uh, with cleaning, with a, a, sometimes they have some tactile issues, they don't want to touch some stuff, so this mm-hmm. is a different work. Mm-hmm. But for children, art is a language, and that's how we use it. So sometimes even with children, 
Right. I, I can do my art. I mean, they're doing their art. I can do my art, and then we communicate throughout. If, if words are too difficult for them. Okay. And then we start to give it a meaning and words and, and understanding. How would you, can you analyze a child's painting? Can you give people some pointers, people who have kids of different ages? Yes. Or even but, your own. Sometimes you're just doodling and you don't realize it. So both those, how would you analyze those? Okay. So I, I say a few things. First of all, uh, when I'm doing therapy, mm -hmm. I'm not analyzing. I'm asking questions and it's, it's like a game of question and answers. Okay. But parents at home, they're mm -hmm. not therapists. They're not supposed to be the children therapists. They just want to understand the child better. As you remember, we said before, mm -hmm. that the picture is like a, a reflection of the inner world of the adult or of the child. Okay. So if we look at this picture as the inner world of our child, mm -hmm. first of all, I think we'll uh, understand something else. It doesn't have to, be, to look like reality. The mm -hmm. child doesn't have to know how to paint or how to draw. And most important thing, the parents need to be a, a very natural and not critical. Because as soon okay. as we critic our child picture or drawing, why you did this in this color? I never saw a blue dog. So what? That's how the child feels. What does it right. matter if... if, right. if if it's close to reality or not. So what, I, I'll tell you what is my, uh, uh, my way. First of all, I'm looking at the picture and I try to understand what I feel. Because okay. if I look at the picture and mm -hmm. I said, it looks very sad to me, something going on. Mm -hmm. This is sad. what I feel. For example, sad, happy, messy, anger, any kind of feeling that come up to your mind usually, it reflects what your child feels. Okay. If you will look at the picture and you understand what you feel, mm -hmm. that means that it's an, uh, you can understand what your child feels. And then you can start okay. ask questions and to listen to the answer. If you ask, what's going on? I see that your drawing is, is that you use many, many colors and it's very messy. All over the place, you use all the, all, all the paper. So your child might say, yes, I had a hard day today. I'm very angry now. Or I want to I wanna, uh, 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 just shout. It's like shouting. That's how I feel. So look what you see mm -hmm. and, and, and see how you feel. And then you can ask your child. So this is the first thing. This is what I'm doing first. Okay. This, the second thing that I'm doing, it's, I'm looking at the colors. What kind of colors? Because colors has meaning. Mm -hmm. And our child use different colors to express himself. Mm -hmm. But I want you to understand, sometimes children like certain color. It can mm -hmm. be black, it can be red, it can be green. So they always use the same color. Yes. All the picture will be. But if suddenly they choose another color, this is a sign. Something going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe they, they decide to explore the world and to look at other colors. Mm -hmm. Maybe something happened and they want to say something. So I know that color has meaning. Mm -hmm. But still, you need to be careful and know what your child likes, because usually girls like pink. So if your mm -hmm. daughter always color with pink, and suddenly she pick up blue, mm -hmm. so that means there's something going on. So then okay. you can ask, what happened? You, you choose blue here. Why did you choose blue? You always, and she can say, I, I hate this girl. That's why I make her in blue, for, for example. Yeah. I just... yeah. and, and the third thing is the composition. 
how you put it on the paper. Because, for example, if your child, if you, he wants to, to sit in and draw, and then he decides to draw something very, very small in the corner. So it means that he doesn't feel comfortable to use the whole space, that maybe yeah. he feels very small, maybe he feels that the space is too big for him and he needs to be small. I, I, I tell you why I see it a lot. Uh, I used to work with a child that uh, he's got a, a younger brother. His, his okay. brother just born, and okay. the brother was very uh, uh, uncomfortable, crying a lot. And I start to see that the child was four years old. He starts mm -hmm. to, to, to draw smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and ask, what's going on? Why yeah. are you trying to change? And it's become so small. And he said, no, my brother is crying all the time. I can't stand it anymore. Oh, I so want it to be small. smaller. Yes, oh, wow. he, he, want, he wants it to be smaller, to be like the brother. Mm -hmm. And he felt that the brother take the whole space. Oh, wow. Okay. So who, was, who did he make smaller? Himself, himself. or the brother? Oh. You remember, it's always oh. a picture of his inner world. Oh. The drawing is a picture of his inner world. So he started to feel smaller and smaller and smaller because the mother was busy with his brother. Because mm -hmm. the brother was crying and take the whole space of the house by crying. So he himself started to feel smaller and smaller and smaller. Wow. Wow. So, and this thing that he cannot speak, a child cannot understand this level and talk about it. The only thing that I can look at the picture and ask questions. And then as, as just one important tip for the parents. When you ask your child something about your drawing mm -hmm. and you ask the right question, you will see it in the child's eyes. It's, it's like when, when everything falls down, you know, like in the casino, when, mm -hmm. when you got there. So, so it's all come down. And you see it in your child's eyes. Because if, if the child, for example, feels very happy and you mm -hmm. ask, what's going on in your drawing? I think you're angry. And, and the child will say, no, I don't want to talk about it. It means mm -hmm. that you're not there. This is not what he meant. So you need to ask and listen and to make it as accurate as you can. Okay. So you said, look at the composition, look at the color, and, and look at what the child has drawn. Yeah, and, and, and what feeling... What do you feel when you look? What feeling come up to you? This is, the, this is a tool that you can understand the reflection of what your child feels. So you said, and you said it's a reflection of the inner world. What about yes. adults? Okay. So with adults, again, it's, it's, it's the, the, they still express the inner world, mm -hmm. but there's different issue. If I see that adults go to a very familiar symbols, Mm -hmm. like a heart, flowers, I can understand that there is an issue. The, 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 the parent is very defensive. He's working with his mind, not mm -hmm. with his heart. Mm -hmm. So I can say, what's going on? You don't want to be, uh, become open. I see that the symbols are very familiar. Mm -hmm. you, you, paint, you draw them again and again and again. So what I tell you what I will do with this kind of client. I will bring a totally new material, something that he never tried before. Okay. Even finger paint, even finger paint for an adult. Oh, wow. Because he needs okay. need to start and connect to his inner uh, words yes. from the beginning. Do finger paint. Go to a place that you never met before. Okay. And, 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 and from different experience, you know that when the clients start to work and then I change, I tell, let's do something else now. You start and do one thing. And then in the middle, I said, stop. Now we're changing. 
we can change. I, I can draw in, the client can draw in, then we can change. Or I can say, okay, now let's turn the, the, the page upside down and let's look at the picture for another perspective. Then they can start to feel open. Okay. I need to help them to feel more free, more confident and more open. So and it's not to your point about the more, the more unfamiliar it is, the, the easier you can express what's going on inside because you don't yes. know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing and you're not using your brain or mind or criticism or, oh my God, if my mother will see this picture, if my husband will see this mm -hmm. picture, what's going on? Right. So you, you can feel more free and this is what we want. And tell me typically how many sessions of art therapy do people need before you feel like you were making a difference? I know each case is different, but even then, you know, some yeah. people say at least three, at least five, at least 10. It's, it's very difficult to say. I think is when you're going to a, a psychologist, I mean, you never know what will come up. You, you okay. start the session or you start the communication. First of all, it's take sometimes to build trust. So right. I, I, I come, the client meet me, but he doesn't trust me immediately. It takes right. sometimes until we can communicate and until he trusts me. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it's depend, it, it's depend about the issue. It's depend was what, what I tell you what, with children, I usually work for around six months to one year with children. Children are very quick to do changes. So six okay. months to one year, unless the one specific issue. If, if, if I got a phone call, and, and I got many, a phone call from a mother to tell me, listen, when I used to work, when I used to live in London, we are leaving London and we need to go to another destination. Right. I need you to help my, my, my child to say goodbye. I need right. like four to five sessions of separation, goodbye, just to wrap the, the whole experience in a good way so he can say goodbye to one place and start in a different place. So we can say this will be like five sessions, okay. five, six, it depends. But if there's a bigger issue and, and the child needs to build trust and to build self-confidence and, uh, and to learn how to uh, behave uh, with his peers and at school, so it, it, it can take longer. We, we, okay. I don't have any magic. Okay. It, it's, it's a process. process and tell me, time. do you also work with, grown-up adult children or grown-up relationships. So husband, wife, uh, you know, grown-up mothers and kids. Uh, yes, I do. Um, usually the grown-up are not very happy to have okay. session with the mother. <laughs> it's an unusual and if the grown-up will, will uh, agree to have a session with the mother, but I had some experience with mother and child in different ages. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing because I think it's always a good opportunity to work on the relationship. And I think, again, with art therapy, it's feel more safe. It's not like you say this and the child says something else and you start kind of fight. Or, not talking or, to each other. Yes, not talking, just other, yeah. doing the art together. Mm -hmm. And I, I usually give the theme or, the, or the, the, the idea what I would like them to do. And then we sit together and we look at and, and when you look at the picture... <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's make everything safer because no. you have image and the image is like con container. Mm -hmm. So we, you can speak about the relationship, but connect to the image and you put in the image, whatever you feel. Okay. That sounds so, wonderful. Can you give everyone one advice, one piece of advice? And I'd like people to, to keep connect to their creativity. I think mm -hmm. it's very important. I think in certain age in life, 
when we are tired, uh, busy with work, life, everything, we forgot that creativity can change a lot. Creativity mm-hmm. can, can make a big change. And I want a quote of a, a small quote that I prepare for you and I would like to say to everybody. Yes. To practice any art, mm-hmm. no matter how well or badly, is a way to make your soul grow. Mm-hmm. So just do it. Okay. Don't think about it. Do it. You know how a lot of kids have sort of uh, trouble when they're sleeping? And, okay. you know, some children have nightmares, some children wake up a lot at night. Is that something you can help them with? That was a question that was sent. Uh, I think I can. Again, it depends, but usually I can because uh, uh, if the child express himself before he goes to bed and, and during the session or in the afternoon time, so he take out, as we said, the inner world, whatever come up, if he's mm-hmm. worried or he has some scared. Uh, I had a, a girl that I worked with her for a few months about a monster, that she was so afraid of the monster. It wasn't just at night, it was also during the day. Oh, but, wow. the breaks, but the breakthrough was when she was able to do the monster from clay. And she put the monster next to her. And the monster was very cute. Because we did it with clay. It took for a while that she was able to do it. We did it with clay. And after a while, we painted it. And she decided to paint it in green and and yellow. Mm -hmm. And she became a friend with the monster. Oh, wow. And and when the big, fried monster came, she said, I have my monster. You can't do anything to me. Oh, my God. It was an amazing process. But she was able to create her own monster. And when she created her own monster, she felt safe. Okay. And then the last question I have for you. If you have something that's physically bothering you, right? Like mm-hmm. a or a pain, whether it's a child or an adult, is that something you've ever helped with? Uh, I, I only had experience with a child that was uh, handicapped. So it was like a physical thing. And yes, I believe felt... you worked a lot with special needs yes. children. Yes, yes. A lot with special needs. So, so that's very helpful because I think art therapy can really help to gain self-esteem mm-hmm. and to help you to feel more a, a self and, and a secure in the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't say that art therapy can change pain or can, mm-hmm. can do something. It, it's not physical. Okay. But I think if you feel proud with yourself that you create something and if you can do after a process a self-portrait, that you okay. can look at yourself and say, this is me, this is who I am, this is the picture. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. This is what I can show to the world, this is what I can give to the world. I think it can make a big difference about the way you look at yourself. And I think this is okay. what is important. Okay, that's very, that's, what I think. that's lovely. Thank you so much, Mikhail. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Anshu. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life.